Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pilot's Wife podcast. This is Amy McLaren. Phew, what a week this has been. So, really, really crazy. But what I'm concerned about and what I'm thinking about right now is how I'm going to have a break and how I'm going to just do some stuff that I've been wanting to do and been putting off because I've got so much other stuff to do. And I want to also have a break from something that keeps bugging me about Josh, (laughs) not necessarily about Josh, but it's something that if we argue, it's something that we argue about. And so I've come up with a plan and I'll share it with you in case you want to join me in trying this out over the holiday and see how it goes, see if this works to give you a break over Christmas from something that you often argue about. So here's the question. For those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement, help me be a better spouse, and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife Podcast. Okay, so just before I get into the episode today, for those of you who've been listening and a few weeks back I did that that Pilot's Wife quiz night and I said last time that I think Josh was going to listen to it when he did his last run and he did, he listened to it and he came back. I said, so how'd I do? And he said, the thing I love most about you is that you're my biggest cheerleader. So that was nice, that was good to hear. And we have this thing in our in our marriage where we like to think that if the other one's down, then the, then the other one pulls them up and vice versa. And so we kind of try and practice that. And so that was cool. But he also, he's, I said, but did I give everything else right? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And that was that was kind of it, except he asked which piece of clothing I was talking about that had a hole in it. <laughs> but so that's kind of it. I guess I didn't know if I was expecting more than that but at least I didn't get anything majorly wrong so that's good. So for those of you who've heard a bit about me speak or know me you might know that I have a little bit of a what I call it a little bit of um, an overly active sense of wasting stuff and so I blame it on my upbringing. <laughs> so my parents are from Holland and their parents grew up in kind of like, uh, I don't know, the war and, and the tulip famines and things like that. And so their kind of outlook on life is very much like don't waste stuff because you never know what's going to hit. And I guess, you know, this year we've seen we've seen kind of a major, major thing happening which might have might have instilled that in a number of people <laughs> newly this year again but I kind of been I've had it drummed into me so much during my childhood like don't waste it like don't don't have too long showers because it's a waste of water and don't you know eat all your food because otherwise it's a waste of food like this whole waste thing has just been drummed into me so much that I can't I can't just not say something when I see my my kids wasting something or even Josh sometimes, but I I find it easier to hold off with Josh, but there's one thing that I find it hard, really, really hard to hold off on, and it's 
uh, it's using the water because um, we have tank water, and if it's if we run out, it's, it's a bit of a pain. And so, like, I just find it so hard just to not say anything. I can't, I can't hold myself back, and I really, really try. <laughs> and so sometimes it's it just comes out. And he knows I'm going to say it. He's like, he's kind of waiting for me to say it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, I can't help it. <laughs> it just comes out. So sometimes he's like really um, graceful about it. But then other times he's like, ah, would you just <laughs> stop? <laughs> and so I guess that's maybe one thing that we argue about where I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how to not say anything. And I know it's stupid. It's just you know, like if we have to fill the water, we're just going to have to fill the water. It's not worth, you know, we're still careful, but I just don't need to say something all the time. It's kind of like, you know, like someone who's kind of front seat driver and and, and you just don't need to say something because the other person sees it and they're going to you know, not drive into that person who's just braked or whatever. And it's just really, really hard not to say something, but I'm trying, I'm really trying. And so I had this idea of something that I'm going to try that I'm inviting you to try with me. And it kind of comes from the idea of like, well, let's just replace it because there's these um, like in like psychological kind of interventions and stuff, there's these different therapies you can use. And one's kind of like this replacement theory, like where you replace one behavior uh, with another and you learn to kind of do that over time. So I'm kind of just going to try. And, and, and so it's, if I'm going to replace that thing, it's got to be with something that I enjoy, right? It's going to be because that's going to motivate me to turn that thing off and turn on something else. And so I'm trying to think of something that we just love talking about, Josh and I. So can you think of something that you both love talking about or can just talk about it, can just talk about forever and you just you're both just gone and on and on because it's such a topic you're both interested in. And if you don't have something like that, that's okay. I, I've, I can provide one for you. What we're going to try and do is every time we're having this temptation to say something that we know we shouldn't say, and it's just that, that, like that urge, that kind of like nurtured urge that we've had from growing up or whatever, <laughs> that we'll just try and replace it with this other thing that we love talking about and we'll just start talking about that instead. And so if you haven't got something like that, so for me and Josh, we love talking about, um, well, we love talking about building in houses, but because Josh is working in the project management industry, in the building industry now as a project manager, uh, he's probably, I've got to watch what we talk about because it's still going to be fun for him and not, like too much about work but that's something we love talking about and we also love talking about marriage stuff and about you know what we're going to do next year and about going on holidays and camping and stuff like that so just there's a few things a few ideas there that I'm just going to bring up and I'm just going to talk about them instead if you haven't if you can't think of anything then one idea might be that you can just imagine that your house burned down and whether you're renting or or um or you own your house, you suddenly inherit $5 million from a great auntie that's passed away. And so essentially, you don't have to worry about money. You have no possessions because it all got lost in the fire and you have to start again. And try and talk about, well, what would you do? Because this is an opportunity to either start afresh and just do all the things that you've always wanted to do, or it's like, hey, we're actually quite happy with what we've built and let's let's rebuild that thing again. So it might be something that you would enjoy talking about because it's kind of like if we could start from scratch and do anything we wanted, 
what would we do? So I'm going to I'm going to try that. I'm going to every time that I see someone using water for like a millisecond longer than they need to, I'm just going to start thinking about, "Oh, I wonder what we could do next year with this thing." Or I wonder next year who we could, you know, I don't know, catch up with that we haven't caught up with for a while or something like that. And so that's just my little challenge and the, and the thing with this is that if we can have a rest from arguing, then maybe we can feel like we have a rest. So I don't know about some of you, but if you argue about one of these things quite often, then it's it's actually like, it's actually a physiological tenseness and stress and strain that helps you not relax or does it, I mean, it, like it stops you from relaxing. But if you don't have that happening, then you might find you actually get along really well. And so like, you know, for a lot of couples, there's usually only like one or two things that they kind of argue over and over and over about. And the reason that they're arguing over it is because they're, they're, they're trying to discuss it to try and resolve it, but they're just kind of like, whatever the reason is, passing, crossing paths. And there are a number of reasons for that. And we go through those when we work with couples. But if you're continually doing that and you can't work out what it is, so you're having the same arguments, it can be just like really wearying, right? But if you can just not broach those whatever two or three topics, then you probably actually will get along really well and have a really nice time. And so there's nothing wrong with deciding that you're just not going to talk about it for a couple of weeks so you can have a rest, you know, like, I mean, unless there's like a deadline and you have to sort something out, but otherwise, like, maybe giving that rest in your relationship might kind of renew some of the other, you know, feelings about about love and about friendship and companionship and stuff that you kind of need in your relationship, you know, as a balance for all the other stuff that you, you know, the day-to-day stuff and the stuff you have to work out. So I encourage you to try this with me and have a go and uh, and see how it works. And I look forward to hearing from you next year about how it went and whether you had a good rest and a good break over Christmas. But be blessed. Have an awesome time of rest. And next year I'll be back on, I think it's the 13th of Jan with our first episode of the year, episode 40. If you do find yourself struggling in your relationship and it's beyond the kind of stuff that we're going over in the episodes, you need some more kind of significant help in your relationship, we can offer both teaching courses where you just, we teach the material in a group session and you can take that material and apply it to your relationship and and solve the problems for yourself. And we also do in-depth guidance sessions for couples where we do the teaching but we also take them through it at the same time and we can do that both in eastern standard time and in new zealand time zoom calls with couples check out www.nomythmarriages that's no m-y-t-h marriages.com forward slash married for details and if you want a book have an awesome awesome break and i will catch you in 2021 Thanks for listening. Kakite.